So let's fast forward to 2021. If the NBA and the WNBA are both said to be playing in a bubble again, what's your guys' thoughts on that? It's probably going to be the same operation. You get tested every day. I mean, I don't have to go through it now, and I, but I heard stories about it, and a lot of my peers are telling me they thought what's going on down there. I guess I got to look forward to it, but I don't know. We'll see. Man, swab my nose, make me drooling something. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to Stewie's World. I'm Brianna Stewart reporting live from the Wubble. I'm joined by two incredible guests today, Kevin Durant. What up? And Kelsey Plum. It's good. This is my Achilles gang episode. <laughs> I really wanted to do this one. I reached out to, to Katie and was like, I think we need to do this. Yeah. Especially three people kind of going through, have gone through the same injury. But first, what's up with you guys? How How's it going? How's quarantine? Kels, how's the beginning process of rehab going? Yeah, um, it's going great. Um, about 10 weeks out. So I got the boot off. I'm walking. Um, BFR is kicking my ass. <laughs> um, but it's going good. I feel like super blessed, especially in quarantine, to be able to do PT and to be able to like lift and train still. So I'm doing good. And Katie, how are you feeling? I'm getting better. I'm at the I'm at the stage where I'm starting to play a little bit of pickup now. So I'm moving up and down a quarter bit. Uh, I'm, I'm getting stronger. I'm getting stronger each and every day. You know that calf muscle is that is the last phase. So it's the last thing that comes. It's yeah. the last thing. <laughs> um, I saw you playing one on one with Drake. That music video was fire, by the way. Yeah. So Thanks. seems like seems like you're getting it together. That's for sure. So give me the inside scoop. Did you do that video during quarantine? Like, what did you have to? Uh, we did that like I want to say a week before it came out. I went up to Portland and he had he really had the whole campus. Nobody else was on there but him. He was jet skiing, all types of shit. That was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. But uh we went up there a week before and uh and filmed it. It was cool. I mean he had like the whole employee store was empty. I didn't <laughs> even know the employee store was open right now. I didn't know what was exactly. happening. He probably took everything. Kelsey, you you just said you're ten weeks. I mean, me and me and Katie, we we know exactly where you're at. You just got out of the boot. Past like the worst part, the worst part was like not being able to walk, all that. Mine, mine is my right leg. Uh, Kelsey, yours is your right or left? Left. And Katie, yours is your my right. So for us, for the two I got of to us, drive. we yeah. struggle a little more because we couldn't <laughs> drive. So that was yeah. a giant pain in the ass. But looking back in the beginning, like those first two weeks or first two weeks, first two months, what was like the worst part for you? I was full throttle right before it happened. Obviously in the finals, that's like the the peak of, you know, competition and, you know, to, and then the, to know I'm be, I can't even walk for the next, you know, month and a half. And I think that was the toughest part, not being able to do the, the, the small normal things in life that I enjoy from getting up and brush my teeth, you know, whenever I wanted to. Now, now, when I was doing it, it was like a production, you know, I had to get everything set up and ready. Taking a shower was, was stressful, you know, so it made me appreciate the small things in life, but it, it was definitely tough the first couple of months. And Kels, you just got out of it. You got to be happy. Your armpits got to be feeling better. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I had a, I had a nice little scooter that I would kind of zip around that saved my life. But I learned that like, I have the smallest bladder ever because <laughs> normally I think I go to the bathroom and like, you know, you just kind of like scoot on over. And then now I'm like, got to find the crushes. Now I got to, you know, maneuver over here. That mm -hmm. was, that was rough. 
Like I almost peed on myself a couple times. <laughs> now I'm like, I'm like remembering back and it's like, there's no like being graceful, you know, when you can't yeah. step on your other leg, you're like slamming down on the couch, slamming down on the toilet, slamming down on the, <laughs> I would like get ready on the counter, like of the bathroom. I would get changed on that. So I didn't have to stand up because my other leg was sore. Kevin, you and I, I mean, we got her injured eight weeks apart and that mm-hmm. kind of was like, it was like, wow, when I did it, I was like, what the fuck? You did it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, really? What's happening? And then Kelsey mm-hmm. does it in June. And it's like, because I know you all think about why. Do you know, like, do you think about why this happened and like what we could have done to prevent it or like anything in, in between? Yeah, I think about it all the time. I try not to, but it, you can't help it. I was playing three on three and it was game point. It was the fifth game. So we had already played. So it was 2-2. Two, two. And I was the one that was like, like we're not going to end on a tie. Kevin and I, we, we ruptured our Achilles like within two months. You know, we were very similar. He did his in the finals. I did mine overseas in the finals. Um, and then Kelsey, you did yours in June. And it was just kind of like, you know, we're all wondering why. And even still to this day, like I think about why did it happen? And I still like am kind of frustrated that I don't know why it happened. Uh, because I feel like at this level, we do everything to like make sure our bodies are in the best place possible. Um, but Kelsey, you know, I'm sure you were thinking about why. And, you know, when you think back to, to the day, I guess, walk us through what happened when, when you ruptured your Achilles and then we'll hear Katie's side of things as well. Yeah, I think I, uh, I look back and I get frustrated because it was game point. Like we were playing pickup, we're playing threes and it was, um, game five, game point of game five. And I was the one that had said, you guys, we can't end on a tie. We got to run it back. So um, that to me is like, sometimes I look back and I'm like, I should have just sat my ass down. Like, what am I doing? Um, but it was right before they announced that the bubble was happening and I was in great shape. And I honestly, to this day, I still don't know. I still don't know why. And like, I mean, y'all could tell me why. Mm-hmm. I have no idea, though. I, I don't know why either. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it's a tough one. I mean, I was at that point too. I was playing I was playing the best basketball of my life, and I felt like I was just in a great place mentally and physically. And then when it happened, it's just like a bunch of emotions came through my mind at once. And the one thing that stood out to me over the like next few days after that, it was just like I put so much time and effort into the game and maybe this is this right here is, is meant for me to slow down and relax you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying we, we go hard every single day as professional athletes you know our whole days our whole you know years are sending around the game you know so sometimes we may go too hard and i felt like i did from working out to playing games to not wanting to come out of games i felt like all of that just kind of added up and then you know it happened so it, but the, it's always a lesson out of everything. I feel like, and and, and I feel I feel is you know you you reach that level of as a professional, you start to understand what your body is saying. So you know it's good to gain that knowledge, but it was tough to go through that through, through the grueling grueling process of trying to get back. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think I felt the same way as like when I look back to to when I did it. So I did it going up into a jump shot, which is like the very abnormal way of kind of rupturing it. And, you know, if I look back to the game, you know, I was in the best place of my career, playing really high, whatever. 
in that game, I was tired. You know, I could tell my body was tired. And, you know, we, we like push through. It's like push through mentally, like your yeah. body will catch up. Well, my body did not catch up. You know, my body knew that it was it was time. And um, I remember being on the ground like. I just fucked myself up, like I yeah. remember thinking that. And then I was like, I hope when I stand up, like my ankle's broken, you know, I hope yeah, yeah. two months I'm out, two months can come back. and. Right away when I stood up and I'm like, I don't know if you guys all had this feeling, but like I could only feel the bottom of my foot. Like yeah. that was it. And it was the weirdest thing I've ever felt. It's like you were stepping on a ramp. It was like your foot was like slanted. It, it was it was weird. It was right when I did mine, I was hurt. I had I had uh, strained my calf muscle. And yeah. I'm and I'm just thinking that, you know, I didn't play through all types of stuff, like you said. And just that as an athlete, you just look to push through that small stuff, especially at the end of the season. So, you know, and then boom, then then I made a routine move trying to get to the basket, pushing off my right, and then a rupture. And then you you just and it's just like you know, you know what I'm saying? Like you never felt it before and you know, you hear stories of like it felt like somebody kicked you or you know, it just you, you just hear the pop. It was just it was just it was just tough to go through, but it was uh it was one of those things that like, you know, it was really eye opening at the same time. We can't do everything that we want. And now mm-hmm. like even coming back, I'm in the bubble and it's like we're playing these games every other day. And you know, knowing the point where it's like I can push through this and the point where it's like it's dumb. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's yeah. risking it's risking something if I continue to do that. And have you felt that even going back into working out and playing pickup and that stuff? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I felt like some days when I'm a little bit sore after working out, you know, before I would just get back up and say, you know, I'll, I'll try to run it off or play it off. But now I'm just a little bit more cautious and I might turn my I might, you know, change my workout a bit depending on how my body's feeling You know, stuff I wasn't doing before because I was just usually getting out of bed, getting a little stretch in and getting right to it, you know? And it's been like that for the last 20 years of my life, you know? So right. now I start thinking about, you know, uh, what I'm doing before, post-work, pre-workout, post-workout, you know? It's, it's taking more of a professional approach when it comes to your body now. Yeah, absolutely. I got a question for you. So how, how does, like, how do you feel playing, like you said, every other day? How does your body feel? Yeah, so, I mean, I think it's it's like a fine line. I think that, you know how you talked about we have to do more pre and post stuff like that's real and like that's a commitment that we we signed up for and we didn't ask to sign up for that like I get I get uh massaged and stretched especially my Achilles before games and stuff like that and then after and it's it's just listening to my body like so far I felt great and we've talked about it a little bit like I feel my leg feels amazing but Mm -hmm. if for for whatever reason if my calf doesn't then I'm out like that's it like I can't I can't push it and like understanding that and I think I had moments in rehab where it was like I was on the court one day and I did rehab and I did a lot and then the next day I was like swollen and sore and I wanted Mm. to go on the court again yeah and they were like if you do this you'll be back five more days behind yeah yeah that's the tough part because the you can easily irritate you know this injury and set yourself back when you're trying to do more so you really got to get really got to be patient and that's tough because you know like ankle injuries don't used to have an ankle injuries you twist your ankle like I feel like I could run that off you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying but this was this was a totally different monster you know I feel that and it's it's frustrating because it's like I did everything I was supposed to do I'm eating right I'm I'm sleeping I'm taking naps during the day for god's sakes like shouldn't be like this man but um 
it's probably just about patience because I haven't had any before this. And so now you're forced to have it. And um, I think, Sue, Sue, you said something to me that kind of stuck with me. And it's just like, through all this, you don't know why this happened, but you're going to be better for it. And so I really have taken that to heart because, I mean, I really do believe that. I don't know why, but I do feel like I'm a better all, all around, more centered person. Yeah. And I feel like even coming back, like being at the point I am, like we talk about, we were at our highest highs. Um, but having that time, having those nine, 10 months, like my body is in better shape than I've ever been in, in my life. And, you know, coming back to the game and having that, that all around approach. And it seems like everything has just bumped up to be a little bit better. Um, so, you know, Katie, like you said, like for some reason this happened and maybe it was for us to slow down and focus on some other things, but, um, it's, it's kind of the most, it's what you make out of it. It's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, the way you kind of handle it. And listen, don't get me wrong. I had some bad days, like some bad, bad days where I was like, I can't, I can't do it. I can't, yeah. I can't. Tough ones, for sure. Kevin, I was talking to Kelsey the other day because we have the same trainer. And like, I'm seeing these videos of her doing these things and she's like 10 weeks. And I'm like, I know my 10 weeks was not this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, listen. You, you need to chill out. Like, you need to be a little more patient. Like, don't rush yeah. things because it's really, like, it's not a race. You're you're hurrying back up for, for what we don't know what this the world of basketball is going to be in, yeah. in six months. For me, like, through my process, it was like, don't stretch it. Don't stretch it in the beginning because if you stretch it, you can't get that that power and that strength back. Yeah. And was that the same message that, that you were working with? Yeah, for sure. For sure. It was... Uh... The dorsiflexion, I guess they, they I, it was, I had to wear a heel raising my shoe for a while, you know, so it, just in fear of stretching it because they, they wanted to make it tight, but it's like hard to make it tight again if it's already stretched out. So they wanted to keep it tight. So, you know, my, my Achilles been feeling, you know, since they've been, since we did that, like I haven't had any soreness from playing or making sharp movements and, you know, so I've been, uh, I guess it was the right way to go. So Kelsey, you better, you better listen to us. <laughs> I'm like we we got the same doctor, so <laughs> no, I'm listening. Kels, like what what are you doing like at this point? Like what you know? Every week we we kind of were able to like get a little bit further, you know, like mm-hmm. get a nugget um, towards where we wanted to go. At what point are you right now? Like what are you able to do? Tell us, just tell us a little bit. Yeah, um, I've been working on the reformer. Um, and, you know, I've never been so excited to do, uh, you know, like the bands around your knees and like yeah. the stupid warmups you've been doing. <laughs> like I was like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Um, but I'm doing I'm doing that. Um, I do a lot of like, you know, Stewie and I work with the same um, trainer, but like Pilates and stuff like that. And most of the time I've been doing pool workouts. So like deep water pool workouts, swimming pool workouts. That's been that's been really um, good for me, I think, just because I feel like kind of normal in the water. Yeah. Um, so for me, that's been that's been really uh, productive. And have you like have you touched a basketball? Yeah, I sitting in the chair dribbling. For me, I, I didn't like I didn't because I was really? like they were like, do you want to shoot in a chair? And I was like, no. Me like too. I, I don't. I was like, I was, I was no. mad and I was like, this this is not what I want to be doing. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. So I really didn't shoot until they were like, you can shoot and, and not jump. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, now I'll do it. But the chair thing, I was like, nope, not yeah, about yeah. it. 
Yeah, I ain't want that either. Only, only, only in the weight room, so I can get up out of there. I ain't want to go shoot no extra shots, nothing, until I can go at least, at least on my tippy toes to shoot. I think I have the biggest scar. Yeah, yours is. Okay, mine is bigger than yours, and I think Kels, I think mine is bigger than yours. Mine is like this big. Maybe this is exaggerating, but it's this. Why is it so big? Yeah, that is there. That's pretty big. Like that's too big. <laughs> so, but uh, it's around that. Doctor Elitrosh, shout out to Doctor Elitrosh because he he got my He's shit the together. Goat. He was like, I just blasted it. Like I just like completely like blasted it, and like they had to pull it down, but they had to go up farther. So with the Achilles, right, you have to go up into the calf, get it, pull it down, screw it in. But mm-hmm. I guess mine was like farther than they thought. So they had to go like make the scar a little bigger. And then also um, I had like the Haglund's deformity on the back of my heel. So they shaved that. So like I have a big one, which I'm like, I guess it's one mm. thing to brag about. But how how has your guys' scars healed? Like, do you do you even notice it? Do you have feeling in your in in on the scar? And I guess for Kelsey, like, do you like to shave over it? Because mine is like freaking me out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, um, you know, Vegas is like one fifteen. So for the first couple of weeks, I didn't touch the entire ankle, mm-hmm. which I think that my PT guy was like, "What's wrong with you?" But like, that's not the point. <laughs> my scar is pretty small because I was fortunate enough I tore it right in the middle. So he basically just pulled it a little bit and like connected it. But yeah, I think I think that my scar is still pretty. I mean, what we're at ten weeks, so it's still pretty new. It, it's still pretty yeah. new. I'm yeah. sensitive, I'm sure. Yeah, mine's not too. Mine's not not too small. Uh, a little bit smaller than yours, Stewie. It, it it held up. It felt like it held up pretty fast. I don't have a huge scar. You can't really notice it. It's, mm. it's, my socks off. Once I seen the pictures after surgery, it was just like I, I can't believe my body does this. You know what I'm saying? Like seeing seeing your Achilles rupture, you know, uh, and, and seeing them sew back up. Like it was it was it was crazy to see your body do stuff like that, and then to heal up. You know, it shows how powerful we are as human beings. So you know, it's, it's been crazy getting to know your body on a different level throughout this whole thing. Oh, absolutely. Like my my leg when it atrophied. I don't know why one day I woke up and I was like, whoa, my leg is just so skinny. Like it was like disgusting. And I was like, oh, my God, like, I don't know what's happening right now. It was um, your calf. It was your calf. Like, it was my quad. It was. Yeah, my calf was jiggling. Like everything was like it was it was gross. I was like, this is disgusting. Yeah, it took a while for that calf. I, I, I didn't, I, I still don't think my calf is going to get back to size, but it's coming in slow. Yeah. My calf, my calf is still like a little bit smaller than the other. And like, we've talked about it, Kevin, like, it's yeah. like when you're working on your one side, it's like, it's really working. Like my right leg is like really, really, really working. working. And yeah, Kelsey, you're sure. going to see, you're going to see like that thing is working way harder. The muscle pops like more than the other side. <laughs> and they start burning. Burning. The calf <laughs> raises, the calf holds. I'm like, oh my God. I didn't think I was going to make it. One of, the, Especially in some of those treatment days. Uh, you're scaring her, man. You're scaring her right now. She 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 needs to be needs to be a little scared. I'm just saying because I want her to like be patient. She she hit me last week and was like, "What are you doing? What are you doing? What is what is she?" I'm like, "No, I'm doing good. I'm good." She's like, "No, like you need to sit your ass down. You stop it." Uh, no, right? For for this is more for Katie and I and, and Kelsey. What you think is to come? But like for me, like the approach that I have going into basketball is 
you know, I have a greater appreciation for basketball. I don't think I ever took basketball mm-hmm. for granted, but the fact like you were talking about earlier, it went away like this. And like, mm-hmm. we couldn't walk, you know, couldn't walk, couldn't go to the shower, couldn't do anything easily. And, you know, now that I'm back, like I like to tell my teammates, like I have a new Achilles because that's what I feel like. I have a new mm-hmm. Achilles and have that strength that, you know, I didn't know if I was going to get back. But do you think like you look at the game differently now coming back from an injury like this? Yeah, for sure. I just I just appreciate being in the gym. You know, I appreciate the workouts and the one-on-one sessions and just being in there with other guys, different players. I miss just just the whole routine, you know. So doing it every single day, I just I, I have a new a newfound uh evolved level of joy for it. You know, I just it just I feel like I'm growing every day. I'm having that kid like joy when I step on the court. So that's all I really wanted to, to continue to have. I didn't want to lose the love for the game because of a of an injury. And I felt like, you know, at this point now, I'm just really enjoying waking up and getting to the gym every day. I guess, Kelsey, if you can kind of fast forward, but you know, you've you've only been through ten weeks of it so far, but you're you're through the worst of it. We can we can both tell you that you're through the worst of it. Mm-hmm. You know, the appreciation for being able to do what you weren't able to do for those past ten weeks. Man, like I, like you said, it is the little things, like Kev said, um, having that joy. I think, too, for me personally, this has been really good to take a step back from basketball. I think I've been going as hard as I can, pedal to the metal, since I picked the ball up. And so, like, for me to be able to step back and enjoy time with my family. And, you know, there's a lot going on right now in terms of, like, the pandemic, in terms of, I mean, Black Lives Matter, like, they're like there's so many things like personally in my family, there's things happening. And so I think for me to have perspective on like, all right, 2020, I pop my Achilles, but like, if that's the worst thing that happens to me, like life is pretty good. So um, mm-hmm. I think it's allowed me to gain a perspective that I didn't have before. Yeah. I mean, I absolutely agree with that. For sure. I agree. I agree. I mean, like, so for example, we, I mean, we lost yesterday. We lost to Indiana where it was like they they played better than us, even though we probably have the better team on paper. They played better than us. But and like, obviously, like I'm as you guys are, you know, you're you're your own worst critic. You know, what could I have done better? This, that, the other thing. But at the same time, like another side of me is like, you know, I'm just I'm happy that I was able to be on the court. You know, I'm happy Mm -hmm. that I was able to play. And like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I want to win them all. But sometimes we're not going to win them all. But appreciating the fact that I was able to be here, you know, I'm able to function, I'm able to run up and down, I'm able to shoot even if I don't make it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's also the competitiveness in us, in us that we want to obviously make everything that we do. Katie, yours is yours is a little different. You you were watching from the sidelines with the Warriors. I mean, mm-hmm. you weren't you yeah. weren't there um, during all that at the end, but then you switched teams. Going to Brooklyn, how was it to like be on the sidelines? It was tough, you know. Uh, I, I got injured before in 2015, and I was I was out for like half the season, and I would always come to the game in suits. So I kind of got I kind of got used to that, and I was out, you know, t- 20 games here and there throughout the last few years. So I kind of got used to like being on the sideline, but you know, knowing that I wasn't going to come back. To- whole season and it was just like I had I had to really get my mind prepared for that you know because uh looking at a game from a different lens now I was out from from the outside and you know but it was it was it was tough to sit there and watch because I wanted to go out there and affect the game and it's hard to do that from the bench and you definitely um rock the Cortezes all the time 
All the time. <laughs> Same suit jacket every game. <laughs> um, Kels, you're not in the wobble, but but the same. You know, you're you're kind of viewing it from afar. And uh what's what's the emotions from it? And give me the give me the deets. Uh for me, I'm like, man, I can't be there to support them. Um, so I'm gonna support them from afar and I'm just gonna be positive, positive energy, good vibes, you know. I like send them pregame texts. Sometimes I don't try to be funny. Sometimes I try to be like more serious. Um, but for me, I just think that trying to be a great teammate and showing them that like you guys, I'm still in it. Like I still care. I still like, you know, try to still continue to maintain and build relationships with your teammates and stuff. And um, and it's even been really cool to watch like you, Stewie, watch you play and how, how much you've um, – completely just dominated this last season it's it's encouraging because it's like mm-hmm. all right literally she just did what I just did and like look like look what can happen you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. um I'm really grateful for you and the way that you've been able to reach out to me too so uh it's been it's been cool you know I don't get to wear Cortez's like no one sees me out <laughs> but, like it's still cool it's still cool yeah, I mean, for me, it was it was tough to be on the sidelines. I, I mean, I did majority of my rehab in L.A., and um, obviously the team was, was holding it down in Seattle, but the beginning was frustrating. You know, I came back, and the first game was ring ceremony night. That was the first game back, and I wasn't dressed. You know, I was dressed in normal clothes. I had to walk in a boot, and I was, like, begging my PT people, like, please don't let me have to use crutches. Like, please let me at least just walk. Mm-hmm. Um but it was hard, you know, it was, it was hard. And like, you know, as you guys have a have a good circle around you, it was frustrating. It was frustrating because, you know, we want to make an impact on a game and we know that we can, but we physically could not do it. Um, but the same thing, being there for my teammates, showing up to games. Um, and now, like, you guys will be back with your teammates at some point soon. And it's it's just great to be back. You know, it's great to be around that team vibe, like you saying, Katie, in the gym, like working out and just playing basketball and like being able to really be a part of a team like that because the injury the injury takes that away from you. And mm-hmm. and it's tough. Kels, I you said something about me me coming back. And I wanted to so this I wanted to give a quick shout out to to Karima Christmas Kelly. She actually ruptured mm-hmm. her Achilles while she was in the wobble. And she's going through it yeah. right now. She's going through the worst of it. So, Karima, uh, we're here with you. Definitely wishing you the best yep. and, and wanted to yep. get that out there for sure. Switching gears a little bit, what do you guys think of the Wubble, the NBA bubble? I mean, I guess the NBA can just be the bubble. What do you guys think of the Wubble and the bubble? And do you think it's like harder or easier for, for the players? For me, watching... Uh, I worry about like mentally how people are doing because um, I think especially like we've all had those moments recently we want to get away we want to like you know go to our favorite restaurant or just get away and you can't and so I wonder at times I know some of my teammates have expressed it of like man I'm dying like in terms of just feeling like doing the same thing we talked about it Stu like mm-hmm. you said you feel like you're doing it over and over and over again um, so I don't know, Kev, I don't know how you think, how you think about it though. No, I feel the same way. The games have been competitive. You don't really see a different advantage. You know, you're used to seeing home court in the NBA and seeing how much that affects in the play, affects teams in the playoffs. But right now it feels like an even playing field. 
and it looks like an AAU tournament to be honest on both sides, you know. So it's uh, it's been it's been good for just like a hoops junkie like myself, you know. It feels like it feels like some AAU stuff. So, but I hope hope the players are mentally in a good place. Yeah, I mean, reporting from the wobble, I think that you know it is it is like Groundhog's Day. You know, every day is like the same. We do the same thing. We do the testing. We do this. We got the game. We got practice. We got something. Um, and I think, like I said, I think I'm in a different perspective. I'm happy to be able to be playing, especially with, with everything coming back from injury. But it's tough. You know, it's it's basketball 24-7. You know, everywhere you look, it's basketball. It's basketball playing. It's basketball on TV. It's like you have an off day, but it's like people are like, well, maybe you should do recovery, this type of thing. Like there's no like, oh, you can go to the store. You can go shopping. You can go like just be by yourself. So I think it's it's tough in that perspective. But I also think like... Coming here, I didn't know if the if this would like really happen. You know, I didn't know if this was gonna work as far as like our bubble staying safe and like getting here. It's like wow, a lot mm. a lot really goes into making this happen. And I mean, I understand why the games, our games especially, are like packed into a certain number of days because we we can't be in this bubble forever. But um, I guess it's it's a grind. You know, fortunate to be able to to be working and to quote unquote have a job right now, um, especially with everything going on in our country, but you gotta, you gotta find your happy moments. And maybe that's just going to the pool because in Florida, it's very, very, very hot and humid. <laughs> and I miss the the West coast as far as the uh, no humidity type of thing. So how, so how's it going to work uh, with, with uh, overseas right after this? So, I mean, my, some of my friends that I have, have gone overseas, people are going overseas and I'm not sure what else is happening after that. For me, the only thing that's confusing is like EuroLeague because how are different countries going to play and how are people going to travel between different countries? Yeah. So I don't know if they're going to try and do a bubble or whatever the case may be, but I think people will play in their domestic leagues. Like I think I'll still go to Russia and we'll play Russian League. And mm, from that, we're, we're going to see what happens. Um, Man, it's crazy. Basketball crazy is talks. still going on. That's for sure. So this this is not a rumor that I have, but it's kind of a rumor. <laughs> it's more like my opinion and what what's your guys' opinion about it. So let's fast forward to 2021. And if the NBA and the WNBA are both said to be playing in a bubble again, mm. what's your guys' thoughts on that? No fans type of thing, but obviously the safest thing. Are you guys down to be in a bubble? I mean, I mean, to be we we're not gonna have a choice, but um, so we're gonna have to just deal with it. But I think they'll, I think they'll add a couple more, especially if we're gonna have to be there for six to seven months. I think they'll add like one on the west coast and one in the Midwest, maybe, uh, mm. and and probably keep the one in Orlando and see how that works. But it's it's probably gonna be the same operation. You just can't leave the bubble. It's just, you're just gonna be super isolated, get tested every day. I mean, I don't have to go through it now. And I, but I heard stories about it, and a lot of my peers are telling me about what's going on down there. But you know, I'm, I, I guess I guess I gotta look forward to it. But I don't know. We'll see. Man, swab my nose. Make me drooling something. I'm in. I'm in. Like hoopers. Hoopers wanna hoop. Hoopers. Hoopers wanna hoop. That's for sure. Weird, whatever. I'm like, I'm, I'm so interested. Like, I'm so interested. I guess for for the NBA guys, it's it's gonna be you first of what's really coming next because it's like you you see from other sports, like 
Some have fans, some don't. College is like postponing majority of their stuff, and like yeah. postponing is like eventually leading to canceling. I think. Um, yeah. And it's just like, what's what's gonna happen in the world of sports? Who we don't know. It's crazy. This is like one of my last questions. Kelsey, I wanted to to give you an opportunity to to kind of ask the two of us questions because we're in a different place as far as a head of rehab. But let me get this question out first. And what's next? What's next for you? What's what's the next few months looking like for you? And and then I'll go to Kevin. Yeah, a uh, single leg calf raise. <laughs> I told you. I told you to do the seated calf raise. I told you. No, no, no. Do I've that. been doing it. Please I've been do doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's a but like that's what I have my mindset on. That's what I need to get to. You know, that's like the big benchmark. Mm-hmm. So I'm just working towards that seated calf raises, weighted seated calf raises. I'm actually doing double leg calf raises standing. So we're getting there. So I think for me, like having things to work towards uh, gets me excited. So um, I know that's like a very simplistic answer. I wish I had more for you, but that's, that's what no, occupies Slow and steady. Slow that's and steady. That's it. Yep. Me, I've been playing three on threes for like three months, every, <laughs> four times a week. Next phase is the place for more five on five. I was doing it before the pandemic, uh, but it's hard to get 10 guys on the court now during COVID. So I think that's the next step is to get get some good runs in the next couple of months, couple of weeks. And then just be ready for, for whatever happens next. Whenever they call me, I got to be ready. <laughs> um, Kels, did you, do you have anything that you wanted to ask the two of us as far as anything you want to know? Yeah, I think um, for me, I would say to both of you guys, looking back on your process, it's a two-part question. What would the biggest advice, like hindsight's twenty twenty? what would you tell yourself? And then maybe what's one of your things that like you wish you would have done more or less, like any regrets? I mean, I think looking back, so like for me, I've had like a lot of like nostalgic moments getting to this point. And I know like I made my debut in January, but like I missed the whole WNBA season and like getting back to, to this point, And I didn't think that I would, this would be my debut back in the WNBA with no fans. You know, that's not what I thought. Um, but at the same time, you know, the way that I was, I'm able to get on the court, the way that I'm really able to still compete at a high level uh, makes me, it makes me proud, you know, because I think, you know, sometimes we don't realize how hard these, those moments that we went through were. And, you know, it takes a lot of, of mental toughness and, and that type of stuff to get through it. Um, and, and I think for the three of us, like we're making a hard thing look easy. Rupturing your Achilles, coming back and playing a sport at the highest level possible is not easy. Uh, especially like when we continue, we're going to have at least, I mean, I don't know how much longer you're going to play KD, but like at least seven, eight, nine, ten seasons in in the league, you know, we're still going to be playing. So I'm proud of that. And I think, you know, if I could think about one thing is realize all the hard things that we did and then things things to change. I wouldn't have put like a ton of pressure on myself. You know, I know that there was like a benchmark that I was trying to hit. Like I wanted January 27th. I wanted that to be my first game back. 
I, I made it. I made it to that day. But if I didn't, I think I would have been kind of like messed up mentally mm. and just really listening to my body. I learned that that the hard way. I like went from two crutches to one cr- crutch really quickly and my leg got swollen. And it was like things like that where I realized like, oh, my body is not playing around. Like if I do something that it doesn't like, then I'm mm. not going to be able to do things for a week. Like I had to like chill out for a week, just continuing to be patient. And, and realizing that I'm never going to know why I ruptured my Achilles. That's my advice. Mm, okay. That's, a good, that's some good advice. I would, I would definitely say the same, just not being as hard on myself, you know, uh, as I was early on. I went, like she said, I wanted, I wanted to hit so many benchmarks early. I wanted to, I felt like my body could respond a little bit, you know, faster than I thought. I, you know, I just had so many thoughts in my head about getting back faster. You know, and sometimes when it, when things went a little slow, I was hard on myself. So, you know, just being more patient and, and understanding what this injury is about. And sometimes that was tough on my PT and sometimes that was <laughs> tough on my family. I didn't want to talk to people and I isolated myself from a lot of people. But I just I would probably tell myself not to be as hard on yourself and just understand that patience is key. Everything happens for a reason. And sometimes we don't know the reason. For sure. That's a wrap for Stewie's World. Thank you to my guests, Kevin and Kelsey. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. For the fans out there, make sure to subscribe to the Uninterrupted YouTube channel for more episodes. We'll be checking in throughout the WNBA season, so stay tuned for more conversations from Inside the Wobble. For audio podcast listeners, subscribe to Stewie's World feed wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Brianna Stewart, and stay tuned for more Inside the Wobble for Stewie's World. Get involved. Contact Attorney General Daniel Cameron and demand justice for Brianna Taylor. This message is brought to you by Brianna Stewart, Uninterrupted, and a generation on the right side of history.